0: Partners for Youth with Disabilities' mission is for young people with disabilities to be able to live with dignity and pride in who they are and to leave self-determined lives filled with purpose. All of our programs serve all youth with any disability, but we also have several that focus on youth who identify as autistic and neurodiverse.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Gilda Evans, bringing you the Autism Resource Podcast. This podcast and the ARP website are your one-stop knowledge and resource base for autism and much more. I'm pleased to have Nicole Homerin as my guest today. Nicole is an Inclusion Communities Manager at Partners for Youth with Disabilities and has over a decade of experience working with disabled children and youth. She has a background as a special education teacher and adaptive performance arts instructor, and holds a bachelor's degree in early childhood education and a master's in special education. She also participates in a nonprofit that empowers athletes with disabilities through inclusion in sports, running races, and triathlons. Welcome, Nicole. And thank you so much for taking the time to join me today to discuss the work that you do.
0: Thank you so much, Gilda, for having me today. I'm excited to be here and talk more about the wonderful work we do and um, be a resource
1: for you. To begin with, can you please tell me about the mission of Partners for Youth with Disabilities and the background of the work that you do with youth? Absolutely.
0: So Partners for Youth with Disabilities' mission is for young people with disabilities to be able to live with dignity and pride in who they are and to leave self-determined lives filled with purpose. We were founded as originally a one-to-one mentoring program in Boston and have expanded to host a variety of different services, including um, a career readiness program, an access to theater program. We have pre employment programs that work directly with youth in the Boston area. Um, and then I sit on the national side, which we have team members across the country. And I run um, a variety of different programs. One is the disability mentoring certification program, where we host mentoring organizations for a four-month training and they do a deep dive in a variety of topics related to disability and create an an inclusion action plan at the end of their time. Um, And then I also run the Dinah F. B. Cohen NDMC Dream Fellowship, um, where we have about 10 to 15 college students with disabilities every semester and they work with us for 12 weeks. It's a paid internship. And at the end of it, We have small groups that create culminating projects that are really important in leading the way for the disability community and also creating space for young adults with disabilities and amplifying their voices.
1: Just to clarify, most of this is based in and around Boston, but you do have opportunities and cohorts in other states, other cities, other areas. Do they participate in person? Do they participate virtually? How does that work? Yes, that's a great question.
0: So our one-to-one mentoring program, our career readiness program, and our access to theater programs are in person in Boston. Then we have an online mentoring program that you can connect from anywhere around the country. So that's available to youth with disabilities, as well as any mentors who want to get involved. So anywhere, it's online, both the disability mentoring certification program and the Fellowship that I lead are all online programs. So 100% virtual. So you can connect from anywhere around the United States. In the summertime, we host a Young Leaders Rising program. That's eight to 12 weeks, and it's being run hybrid this year. So you can be in Boston or online. And then we also host a Youth Leadership Forum that's at the end of June this year, and that's located in Boston. So We do have in-person programs in Boston, and then we also have programs where you can
1: connect from anywhere around the country. Okay. So you've mentioned a number of different kinds of programs and trainings that you do. Which of these trainings specifically address supporting autistic and neurodivergent youth and individuals? So all of our programs are open to any individual with any
0: disability. So they're really diverse groups. We have and serve many youth who identify as autistic and neurodiverse, both in our in-person programs in Boston, as well as online. And our trainings that we do um, through the Disability Mentoring Certification Program, as well as we lead live inclusion trainings. Um, And those can be for nonprofits, mentoring organizations, corporations, schools, really anyone who comes to us. And we have topics anywhere from like introduction to disability. So very like basic overview um, to more specific working with individuals who identify as autistic or neurodiverse. Um, So doing more of a deep dive into that as well. All of our programs serve all youth with any disability, but we also have several that focus specifically, specifically on our trainings that we talk about youth who identify as autistic and neurodiverse.
1: What opportunities are there for youth and young adults to actually get involved with the programming at PYD?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if youth are interested in um, in in-person programming, they can go onto our website, which is PYD.org, and scroll to the area that talks about programs. And under that, they'll see a link that's either to mentoring, career readiness, or theater arts. And they can click on that and fill out a form. The career readiness program depends on where you're located in the city of Boston, depending on funding, But they can fill out any of those and we'll be in touch with our outreach team. For our National Disability Mentoring Coalition's fellowship program, they can go on the NDMC's website, which is the National Disability Mentoring Coalition. It's ndmc.pyd.org. And on that website, they can click under fellowship. And under there, there's a link that, it, that you can express your interest in the fellowship. So it will lead you through an application. So you can be in the city of Boston if you're interested in that fellowship, or you can be anywhere
1: in the United States to be involved in that program. That sounds interesting. Can you go a little more in-depth about that fellowship and describe it to me? Absolutely. So
0: again, the Nas- National Disability Mentoring Coalition is an initiative of PYD, and we serve to bridge the gap of youth mentoring in the United States. It's reported that one in three individuals has Access to a mentor, which means that two and three don't. Um, and specifically, that's exacerbated for use with disabilities. So, one of the ways that we bridge that gap is by hosting our Dinah FB Cohen Dream Fellowship program, which was named in honor of Dinah Cohen, who is a leader in, in disability and mentorship. And so, we recruit individuals and students with disabilities from across the country, either Current college students, recent graduate, or current graduate students. Uh, once we review applications and accept our cohort, we meet over the course of twelve weeks, about once a week on Zoom. And each week, we review a course on our learning website called Learn.Pyd.Org, and we lead the use through courses in leadership and advocacy, and self-advocacy and disability disclosure in the workplace, talking about opportunities and careers. So they'll take one of those courses once a week and post to a discussion board. And then we'll talk about those during our live meetings. Um, and then uh, simultaneously, our small groups will be working on a uh, culminating project. So in the fall, our we had two groups and one group decided that they wanted to make a guidebook on how to make opportunities for college students with disabilities more inclusive in higher education. So they each took one to two ideas and created chapters, and we wrote together a 60-page guidebook that's available on our website for free, so you can download that. And then the other group was really passionate about the transition resources that are available to post-secondary students when they transition from high school to college. So they created a landing page where they interviewed Individuals from different organizations that support youth in the transition age, um, talking about their work and what kind of resources are available to youth from organizations like Disability In or the Epilepsy Foundation. And that page can also be found on our website on ndmc.pyd.org. If you go under fellowship and then scroll down, um, you'll see a link to our transition page.
1: Wow. It sounds like you really offer some amazing programs. Uh, I want to give you the opportunity right now to highlight or spotlight perhaps a couple of the programs that are particular near and dear to you or favorites of yours. And also, most importantly, or just as importantly, I should say, how do people pay to become a part of these programs? How is it funded?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I can talk a little bit about that first. So for our fellowship program, we have the ability to pay our college students with disabilities, which is great because we know that um, a lot of our students with disabilities oftentimes have difficulty finding jobs or they find internships but are unpaid. And that's for a lot of young people, but specifically for individuals with disabilities. So we actually pay them. Um, So it's no cost to join, but we pay them. For the disability mentoring certification, organizations can express their interest on our website under ndmc.pyd.org. Um, and if they go under certification, they can put in their organization and their interest for. And to complete that four month certification, it's actually free for anyone who um, is in the mentoring or, you know, works with new space like schools or that kind of community. Um, so we are fortunate enough to have some funding through Liberty Mutual and a partnership with um, Mentor, which is the national mentoring organization, and able to run that program at no cost to our participants, which is really great so that we can give them the tools that they need without having to um, know that they have limited budgets as nonprofits as well. So for our learning management system, um, which is learn.pydu.org, That is our online training platform, and we have two areas. So, we have online courses, um, like if you were ever to do in college where you kind of went through a Canvas or a Blackboard and you took courses at your own pace, it's our self paced coursework. Um, You can purchase memberships to that in either two month or a year subscription, and there are different rates for students and professionals. So, if you go onto our learn.pyd.org. It will spell all of that information out for you. If you want to trial it out, there is a free self-assessment and organizational assessment that you can kind of get an idea of how inclusive you are, your organization is before you delve into what kind of training you might need. And then we also do leave live trainings. So whether that's in person, either in Boston or if you're in Los Angeles, where I am at, I can lead a training for you. And those can be in any topics from intro to disability to creating inclusive spaces to working with uh, autistic individuals and individuals who are neurodiverse. We have race and disability training, intersectionality, so a lot of different areas. And we can also host those on Zoom. So if you're anywhere in the world, we've done trainings from Canada to the Salmon Islands, so anywhere um, you can get in touch with us either by submitting inquiry on our website on pyd.org, or you can reach out to me at um, my email address, which is homerin at pyd.org. So n h o m is in Mary, e r i n is in Nancy at pyd.org, and we can be in touch. We'll talk about what you're looking for, what kind of size your organization is, your background experience in working with youth with disabilities or individuals with disabilities. And um, then we can talk about what training might fit best for you.
1: Well, that's really wonderful. Nicole, your organization not only services the individuals uh, who are neurodivergent or disabled, but you also reach out to the community and help various other organizations and companies become more inclusive. And I just think that's fantastic. So thank you for the work you do.
0: Thank you so much. Yes, it's wonderful to be able to not only work with the youth, but be able to use what we learn from the youth to inform our trainings and vice versa, to use our trainings to inform the work we would do with our youth and kind of have that cycle, which is very unique to us because I know sometimes organizations focus on one or the other, which is always great. But I personally have learned so much from our youth that I take back to the trainings and stories and current events that they see and face in their states that I might not be privy to because I don't live in that state. Um, And then I can connect them to resources in their particular state. So it's really, really great.
1: Thank you so much, Nicole, for your time and for sharing about the work that you do and your story with us today.
0: Thank you so much, Gilda, for having me and for having PYD. We are really excited to share about what we do and the work that we do. And we hope to be in touch with a lot of you to find out how we can best support you. Or if you're an individual who has a disability and wants to be involved in our programs, uh, we would love to have you.
1: If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular platforms. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can always access us and other great resources on our website, autismresourcepodcast.com. I want to thank our listeners for spending part of their day with us. This is the Autism Resource Podcast, and I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.